morning, Philip. Oh, good morning, Corey. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? Oh, just lovely. It's a lovely day. It's raining. It's, You're not uh, selling me, Phil. You're not selling I, me on this at all. I thought you were a salesperson. You know what? It, well, kind of. Um, no, it was. Uh, is it raining there? Do you guys have? Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's four degrees, or so it's clearing yeah, up. I had to, nice. my driveway was about eight feet of ice. Now it's only a foot of ice, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, finally the snow is leaving. For those of you listening, it is the winter wonderland where we live. So all the bodies start to surface. That's it's the <laughs> least favorite time of year. The, the winter killings, melts. all of the bodies. <laughs> That's right. And to... just, and the worst is the dog, the, the dog oh, crap, right? Yeah. Like you you see, like everybody's like, ah, oh, my dog crapped in the snow. It melts down to the bottom. I don't need to pick it up. Yeah. So I sent the kids out yesterday. Oh, we all want dogs. Sure, sure. Yeah. Nobody wants to clean up their shit. Right. It's called, it's called Poo Patrol, Phil. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, get out there. That's a winter's worth of oh my god they were they were little troopers they they went out and yeah cleaned it up but if you don't do that then it becomes just because it's sort of semi frozen right now mm-hmm. right it's like un, unfrosting a um, you know a Neanderthal from like uh, a wintry <laughs> grave <laughs> probably smells about the same yeah and the dogs are all at the window like what are they doing. <laughs> Who's the master now? Yeah, who's like, cleaning up whose poop? Hmm. <laughs> cleaning up my poop. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. Um, how about that war in Russia? Not or a war in Russia. Ukraine. It's a war in the Ukraine. I mean, uh, Did you yeah. see they're running out of money? Uh, <laughs> Resources. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. Uh, uh, and I don't. I just don't see a good ending to this. Uh, no, no, unfortunately, I don't either. I mean, Russia has, air quotes, legitimate security concerns about being encircled by NATO, but they're the bad guy here. I mean, this is the special operation and saying, well, not some invasion, it's a special military operation to deal with the neo-Nazis led by the Jew. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous what he said. I mean, he could have just said, hey, we told you not to be part of NATO. You didn't listen. And here's what's going to happen. And in fairness, Ukraine has had plenty of warning that don't join nato everybody has had plenty of warning that this was coming down the pipe how many weeks months was russia sitting an army on their border saying you know we're just doing missions we're not not no no not we're not preparing to invade yeah we're just doing special operation we're just doing training missions right the invasion of ukraine you just moved a third of your military to the border I, I, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of watch and you go this and, and everyone's uh, like a liking it to, um, like Germany with Poland, right? Like, you know, oh, we'll just let him do his thing in Poland. Uh, this right. is the problem, right? So uh, unchecked aggression, uh, yes. just encourages more, right? So yeah. if this works for Putin, I mean, it's like Crimea, right? Crimea mm-hmm. went in, I mean, he, they took sanctions, which I think are still in effect, but it's like yep. clearly they weren't bad enough. Well, that's well, they're bad now in Russia. Oh, they're really bad now. Swift. So China. Gone. Did you see with China? Oh, China's, which part about China? Well, China was like, you know, said to put like my thought was always that China was going to side with Russia as an ally because that's just what we always assume, right? We, you know, and then China is like, hey, you gotta, you gotta stop. Like China's even saying, okay, this is all bad for everybody. We don't want to go to war. 
Right. Because if Russia goes to war with the, you know how that's going to roll out. He's going to expect his allies like, uh, and North Korea sitting on the edge of their bed, like, Viva la fight. <laughs> China, uh, China believes the best way to conquer the world is economically, which they've been fairly successful at, at this point. They're, They're cheap labor. Uh, cheap labor that's right you, you go off you subsidize the crap you get everybody to make things here you steal their intellectual property and then you go off and say yeah. okay now we're going to increase costs and by the time it takes you to roll things back we're seeing that now that we're mm-hmm. just not able to build things you know and that's why there's so many shortages of electronics and well, not just electronics, everything everything, everything. Yep. It's crazy. Like we don't make anything ourselves because why would we? We can spend a third by getting someone else to do it. To make it there. And it's cheaper to make it there and ship it halfway across the world than it is to make it here. What the hell happened? <laughs> happened to us. <laughs> well, and and that's, that's, yeah. And that's why I think you're going to see inflation go way up as we start to actually manufacture. What do you mean here. start to go way up? I know. What's it at? Six? just six percent oh my god um but yeah you know as a business owner and and stuff you know like you start to look at your costs and you go oh my god like the small guys are going to pay small guys i'm a small guy we're we're you know and we we don't have the buying power of these big companies to say no this is what you can sell it to me for you know we get hit we take the hit god damn it but then you pass the hit on to us the consumer to some degree who's the I, real bad guy phil who's the real bad guy i'm a landlord buddy trust me all my oh, costs are going up and now i don't up. generally raise my rent uh, i don't generally i haven't and any we have never raised the only time we raise rent is when people move out we usually try to set the yeah. rent to market but we usually yeah, leave sure. it as is yeah but yeah all my costs are going up and i'm like oh god like i i don't want to pass it on to my my tenant it'll get to the point where i have to of course. I mean, you, you aren't in the business of losing money, are you? No, but I don't mind helping people out. Uh, again, like we, we're, we charge below market rent for our town home, for example, in town. So yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, which is good. I mean, but few landlords are like you, right? Correct. So, most of most want to make money. Yeah. And, and, and not only make like, you're looking at the law, you're playing the long game. Somebody else is paying off a mortgage. So yeah. as long as it minimize, I have happy tenants. Happy tenants usually take care of the place. Although my current tenant is the other type of bad tenant. You have oh. bad tenant number one is the guy who pushes the whiskey bottles through the drywall. Bad <laughs> tenant number two is the one who doesn't want to inconvenience you. So doesn't tell you when the bathtub is leaking and is now in the kitchen. It falls so, through the floor. Uh, yeah. Or your house is floating away down the street. <laughs> Correct. Because I don't want to inconvenience you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. But yeah. I don't want to be a bother. You are being a bother by not telling me shit. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, tonight we are, or today, because it looks so nighty in here. It's so, so dark and mm, mysterious. Foreboding. Foreboding. Mothman or woman. I'm not, I'm not sure. Moth, moth people. Anyway, Mothman. We're not sure of the Mothman's pronouns, but we're reasonably sure. It's, it's he. He, they, no, I don't know. Anyway, let's get to her.
Welcome to the OC. I'm Phil. This is my co-host, Corey. And tonight we are talking about a fly-in thing. A moth, maybe. A moth man. A, a moth woman. I don't know. I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I think just by doing that, I think you offended people. So, oh, oh. Um, uh, Yeah, but it's uh, the moth man. Yeah, you've all heard of it. Uh, the dreamy Richard Greer. Uh, back in the day, he had the coolest hair. I remember being like, man, I would love that guy's hair. Now I don't have hardly any hair. Except for for Richard Greer's in a bag. He probably still has his hair. Dude's got to be in his 60s. But would you know, honestly, with Hollywood, seriously, I mean, if they're at all successful, you can get stuff done. For sure. For sure. Uh, It sounds too painful for me. I don't want to do that shit. No, but you can get a really good weave done. Oh, you could have a a weave. I get dreads. (laughs) <laughs> okay not like dreads you get basically a hair piece and what they do is they weave it into your existing hair how do you wash it with soap i don't know like if it comes out <laughs> ah, <on> my hands. <laughs> I, I don't know i honestly don't know phil i suspect there's some maintenance involved in doing it yeah okay well that's yeah so our our story here begins uh, most notably in 1966. So um, I'll give you a kind of a brief synopsis, or not you. You you probably know more about this stuff than I do. Um, this is your topic, buddy. You're running with this. I'm running. Yeah, you know, it's a broad topic depending on how you look at it. A lot of people do this topic in like many parts. We mm-hmm. are not. No. Um, because you can go down so many rabbit holes with this because there's a lot of theories uh, and tonight, I think we should just mostly talk about what what is known. Um, what is known? What is known? I get a kick out known? of that when we talk about things like with cryptids. What is known? Well, I mean, in terms of of like, we're not guessing. Like, there were actual accounts of of of. Uh, like, fair enough. Fair right. Enough. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, we can not something that's been scientifically proven. More well, no, something not that's necessarily. Like, hey, yeah, exactly. But also yeah. not like I think it's interdimensional. It's called ultra terrestrial, Phil. That's what the cool kids call it. It's the old name. It's interdimensional. It's ultra terrestrial. Um, yeah, so that's 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 kind of it. So okay. Mothman Hit me was with a summary here, bud. It's not so much a summary, but it, um, Mothman is is one of those things that has kind of um, been in mainstream media or, or or culture, right? With the Mothman movies and stuff. Um, it falls into the category if you read the early stuff as a cryptid, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's a they there were sightings and um, encounters where people had seen this this man like creature with wings. That would be odd. A very large man. Which would be very weird, right? But yeah, this weird. Is something that you know, weird. You'd be like, huh? That's, yeah. that's not something you see every day. Yeah. Oh my and, god, he's coming from my throat. Arr. Right. And this started in 1966 with a few people. We'll go over that. We'll kind of do like a, a breakdown. Yep. But and then it it happened over the course of a year that there was multiple sightings in this town, um, which is Point Pleasant. Um, basically, was the center point hub of this this whole fiasco. And then some a pretty big catastrophe happened and i think that's what sealed this i think if there wasn't a big catastrophe we wouldn't have um we wouldn't even be talking about it likely today uh well it certainly helps being able to tie now again whether it's it's us processing grief 
or right. how we handle something, right? Tying the two events together. Right. But there's also something funny about that where we talk about the big catastrophe, which we'll get into, yeah. and how it uh, that almost it, it's a weird situation where it in one case it it's been a tie too, but in another case it almost completely crushed. Yeah. No I, yeah. Intended. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's our story kind of starts basically. I, I think one of the first sightings was in 1966. It was in, uh, it was it's documented. So these are documented sightings. People were like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh, a couple grave digger guys. They were working the cemetery, spotted something. And they were like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> "What is that damn thing?" What did they spot, Phil? A brown human being. <laughs> and I'm like, that's racist. That is racist. That's right. They didn't say um, I'm some dude with wings. They said no, a but, brown human being. Right. But it was jumping from tree, like tree yeah. to tree, like in an unnatural. Way. Yeah. They said like kind of a weird gate. It's a massive figure moving from tree to tree. Yeah. So, so no mention this, of wings though. None. True. No mention of wings. Now with that said, the wings were also if they were not extended they they were they you know you may not have seen um seen them right like because it was in the in the middle of the evening i believe sure um so moving yeah so they they were like okay <laughs> this is really weird and then that brings us to our next um it was the two couples that's how long after the great digger saw like three days it was like really so a lot of these happened in a short period which right? is the which is the which i'm gonna say gives a bit of credence that the grave digger yeah. one like what basically was kind of dismissed like whoa what that well that's weird yeah these guys were was, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> your grave diggers right your grave digger <laughs> you know you're not you're not expected to not drink on the job and- that's right i think it has to kind of go with it right Right. But then three days later, you have the you, bigger you have yeah, and this is the one that actually made made the news. So Point what Pleasant we, Register, the what? Sorry, the Point Pleasant Register. That's right. Yes, yes. So we they had eyewitnesses. Um, basically, there was a there were two couples. There was Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Millette. And um, from their their description, the beast they call it um had very and this is very common this is like all of their most of the descriptions after these people but you have to wonder is that because they originally did this just like do you know what i mean you have to almost be like oh okay did did you see that or you know (laughs) are you you just saying you saw it um so yeah we're um where, where basically they, they said that it had a wingspan of 10 feet um, and it tried to avoid their car. So they were in the car. Yeah. This thing was on the ground and they saw it. And, and the light, I guess, was like, you know. And they said it was about seven feet tall. Now, this huge. is where, yeah, this is where, this is big, where things get a little weird. Yeah. Um, but seven yeah. feet tall with a massive wing, wingspan. Right. And uh, it was kind of pale gray etc right so or to some effect yeah and um 
its eyes were were about six inches apart. I'm thinking, how would you know how far apart its eyes are if you you know you're moving? That is like that's an awfully that's an awfully specific detail to come up. Now they now its eyes apparently were were like bright red, so they were like the 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 color I can't see on the stoplights. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, they uh, they akin to to um, like bicycle reflectors. Bicycle reflectors. Yeah. Right. But like massive were, ones. Like they're like these yeah, were, were these large, were big. These yeah. weren't little ones. These were these yeah. big. Which and again, it, like you said, six inches apart. Yeah. That's awfully specific. Yeah. I mean, you're. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then it chased them. <laughs> it flew no. after them, right? Like it, it actually flew. It didn't yes. chase. They, they mentioned something about it. Well, it was clumsy that, as a runner. It couldn't run very fast. Like it was a awkward. Like a penguin, they said. Moves like a moved like a penguin on the ground, which <laughs> funny contrast <laughs> with the grave diggers thing of it jumping through the trees. Right. Like, well, leaping from tree to tree may be different. Like if you look, maybe at, penguins like, are great leapers. Is that what you're uh, suggesting? They're great swimmers. They're beautiful swimmers. Beautiful swimmers. They're very majestic. agile. Yeah, the majestic penguin. <laughs> prolific maters and <laughs> wonderful swimmers yeah Good so with their feet. Um, that's those little happy feet um yeah so it was moving they they said that their car like it, they they eventually outran it but it was moving at around 100 miles an hour yeah they were doing like a 57 chevy is what they were saying so uh, and it was on a stretch the stretch they had met it on now um did you read about the area the TNT area where yeah. they, where this, yeah. where this, ha- where this happened, right? The, cause you know, you can't have something like this without a secret decommissioned government. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh yes. The TNT place. So it was a munitions area. It was a, they built, yeah, it wasn't just TNT. Like they built all sorts of munitions. Sure. And, and they had those igloos and they decommissioned. So yeah. it, apparently uh, during World War II, it was uh, one of the, the, the largest employers of the town. People yeah. would be bussed in. All the windows were blacked out. They would yeah. do their job and then they would leave. Right, right. Of course, yeah. anytime you have a government, secret government building that's blacked out. Well, you know, something's going on. Something's going down, right? There is Something. some, there's some, now- the buildings themselves have been decommissioned. I think they're actually, they've been bulldozed, I believe, but the igloos are still there because how do you get rid of underground cement bunkers other than filling them with cement? Well, it turns out you leave them open. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, you're not wrong. <laughs> they were, but, but at the same time, they, they figured there's, well, we'll get into that because there's yep. theories about that as well yep. as to how or what this thing is. So Anyway, they, they figured that it was important enough. I don't know if they contacted the police, but I know that they, they did contact the Point Pleasant Registry. They did the contact register. the police. So what had happened was yeah. they had originally left, um, and then they're like, what the hell's going on? And they talk about, yeah. I was reading one article where we were talking about they stopped it at, at like a Tim, Tim's Diner or something. Yeah. And they had gone back and, you know, when they were leaving, they were, they when they were back. driving away the first time they saw a dead dog. And when they came back, the dead dog was gone. And the out, the, 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 the moth man was there again. And then they, at that point they lost their minds and then completely went and reported to the cops. Yeah. So they actually, there's actually a documented, the uh, official police report. Yeah. That they went. Uh, I didn't read about them going back. Maybe I, uh, I, I don't know if that's, uh, I, that's inconsistent with the stories I've read. So in okay. one case, the story is they fled the first time, yeah. go to the diner, get their, and then they go immediately to the police after, I guess, that's stopping I, at the yeah. diner for 
Like if you you were that high, if you were that not smart to go back there, um, I would be like, okay, now your story is even more like, mm-hmm. uh huh. If I see unless you came like back that, with firearms, right? Like well, I get it, it. You went off at any heavily yourself. armed, <laughs> ready <laughs> to shoot this thing out of the skit. And anything that can fly a hundred miles an hour. Now, I don't even know if a car back then would go a hundred miles an hour. I mean, not easily. So apparently the stretch that they were on, I, this is what I was read. It was common for drag racing. So some oh, of the okay. things actually say that these kids were out, uh, this couple was out, uh, these two couples were out, uh, like they weren't necessarily going they to go were. make out at the TNT arena area. They were actually using the straight stretch of highway to just, uh, okay, I see. just flat out. Now it was like a 57 Chevy. I guess a 57 Chevy could do hundred miles an hour. I mean, but if it was like a 57 Chevy truck, uh, I, it was a, what was it? One second here. I'll tell you can exactly. You, can you find what, it? Yeah. Cause I, uh, uh, what was my, it? My uh, Rogers partner. 57 Chevy. So it, uh, did a, a black 1957 Chevy. Oh, okay. It's yeah. It's an old here. I got a picture of it. It's an old, uh, friggin', uh, Roger Scareberry's 1957 Chevy. Nice. It's a car that was supposedly chased at speeds of over a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my business partner has a 67 Chevy Impala. And if this thing went a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd die. You'd die. Um, <laughs> like have you driven a car like like an old old car like with no power like there's nothing like it no no i yeah i had yeah. to now never at 100 now okay so for those who are not in canada yeah miles you're roughly hour, looking much at faster it, much faster it's one uh, when i was my first trip to the united states uh i was i got off at the dulles and i'm driving on the beltway and i'm like i'm doing driving along and people are passing me like i'm just standing still and i'm like and i'm like a hundred oh god i'm like that's a hundred miles an hour and they're still blowing past me because when you do a hundred it's a buck uh so it's like uh i think it's 1.2 kilometers per mile so 100 miles per hour is 120 kilometers per hour and i don't know about you phil when i get up over 100 in any <laughs> car i've ever driven no matter how new yeah. it starts to shake rattle and roll and yeah i mean it depends on your the yeah and our roads are not that great here. So everything's shake around. <laughs> I almost lost my micro in a pothole on the other day. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. It was just, it was one of those, it, it called a pothole is, does not properly describe the raw awesomeness of this crater. This well, right is like now, the, everything's like the washing stuff away. The stuff they killed the dinosaurs with, it was about that size. Oh, like good. It, and of course, good. it's on like your off ramp. Like you're turning off and you're like, unless you know it's there, yeah, congratulations. You've just lost the front end of your car. Does your, will the city pay for that? Will they, will they reimburse you for? Uh, I still have a claim. So uh, back in 2019, we had, we had 2017, we had a, the flood, the mass of the hundred year flood. And then we yes. had the sequel, the biblical thousand year flood in 2019. Jesus. And uh, the city crushed part of my driveway with a backhoe. Nice. Now, mind you, in their defense, my driveway was in terrible shape and it looked like the surface of the moon. So it needed to be fixed anyway. However, so I filed a claim. I said, okay, well, let's see what they do. And they were like, well, if you ever fix it, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, so, okay, when are you guys going to do something? Well, we'll get back to you. So I gave them a year, did nothing. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get my driveway done. I still have the claim. They were supposed to tell me once the assessment was done. I want to call them and say, hey, what's going on with this? 
So good luck getting the city to reimburse yeah, you if you lose a tire or a car to a pothole that they ought to have fixed. And they might even argue that because it's the Queensway, it's technically provincial versus municipal or federal. I don't know. Oh, federal, yeah, be a federal. Yeah, so, the Trans-Canada, anyway, basically. Right? Where were we? The 57 Chevy going 57 to the levee, Chevy but the levee was dry. Hour, you know, but the driving. levee was dry. Yes. Some good old boys drinking whiskey and <laughs> rye. <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, the reporter, you could imagine being the reporter going, all right. So what did you see? And now this is West Virginia <laughs> also, you know, I don't know, West Virginia kind of known to be a no nonsense state. Um, you know, funny you mention that though. So West Virginia is also known as one of the most haunted States. I was reading about that. Yeah. Probably the murders. The hillbilly murders. The, the hillbilly. That's right. The, the hills have eyes. You ever drive Texas through? You ever drive through Virginia? I drove through West Virginia. I, it's like driving. You drive like round this mount. Like it's just nonstop corners, and then you go through mountains. It's pretty spectacular, actually, how they they've done it. But um, yeah, Jane, I actually stayed in Virginia somewhere. So and, Jay's uh, favorite line is vagina is for lovers. Yeah, he actually, for some reason, I guess that's what they say in their license plate. Virginia so, is for <laughs> lovers. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I don't know. We were there. We were like, I don't want to be here. Phil and Jay in Deliverance Part Two. Yeah. A lot of banjos playing. We're like, why is there banjos everywhere? So Point Pleasant has about 4,300 people. That's their population. Yeah, they're Or at small. least now, at least that's their population. Now, so you could imagine, of yeah. course, this, they have a local newspaper, the Register, so they would be eating this up. So I, I always wonder how much that played into it, right? Like you've got this crazy claim made. You're right. like, you know what? We need to report on this because it's a slow news day. We can't keep talking about uh, Ma Baker's apple pies again. Yeah. Well, there was, but so there were more sightings before I believe the article was even published. Because um, uh, I think ice? it was well, okay. it was three days after the eight, there were eight additional sightings in a short span of three days after the first. Claims. But were they reported? So this is the part I I, I couldn't figure out whether they were reported. So it, well, it says or it reported, was, so I don't know. But I'm wondering were they reported within the three day span, or were they reported after the article came out and say, oh, because this is the thing, right? That's a good oh, point. I, that's a that's good what point. I, that's what I I couldn't tease that out because you're right. The, once this article came out, you saw all these reports yeah. i just wasn't sure because the, the grave digger that that's the first a, that's the first and that's i don't the very know, first they didn't report to the police i don't think they reported it to the paper but I, they were like know. offhanded oh yeah oh, we i saw think they must have reported it to somebody because well how would you know otherwise well, right why would you know otherwise right but you don't know their names the grave i couldn't diggers. find their names so just the grave diggers maybe it's a family name maybe the grave diggers were out were hey, they digging no no they're actually you just know oh i don't want to be friends with you they're actually airplane mechanics maybe well so of the eight two of them were volunteer firefighters so which isn't said, surprising in that area that i mean any no i mean you've got like it's like remember Redbridge, right oh my I, god I everybody was a volunteer fire i wasn't i wasn't either they were so drunk all the time i mean uh the foundation <laughs> the foundation savers we can fight fire even drunk <laughs> that's our motto that's our motto 
Um, well, but they said they saw a large bird with red eyes. Okay. So let's let's pick on that point for a second. Yes. What is this creature called? The Mothman. And everybody describes it as a big bird. I guess. <laughs> like it's like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now you got big bird hopping between, you know, from Sesame Street hopping. I'm but sick, it, bird. <laughs> I need my medicine, bird. Need my medicine. <laughs> and apparently they had they had workshopped some names around uh, where they talked about the the Manson the Manson bird monster or something because everything talked about it as a bird, and then suddenly oh, yeah. it's got wings. It, it's a bird, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's a bird, not not a moth. Nobody yeah. described it as a large man-sized moth. Right. So there was shortly thereafter another fellow made reports. I'm not sure if he was mentally unwell. His name was Newell Partridge. Can you read about this guy? Uh-huh. That was the patterns on the TV. Yes. So and his dog. I think his dog something happened to his dog too. Yeah. So well, um, I don't his yeah. dog just he blamed his dog's disappearance on it. He too. said, Well, he said he was watching TV. His TV started to do some weird, funky stuff, and he went outside. I don't know if he had, like, an antenna. Like, when we were kids, we had this old antenna. How are you not? But but think about this. This is, what, 60s? Of course it was an antenna. I'm pretty sure West Virginia didn't have a cable station. Right. So you had this probably massive antenna. Okay. Oh, Edith, I'm going outside. (laughs) I'm trying to get the Johnny Carson show and my stories. Go. So I guess he had, yeah, I'm trying to get my stories, but I guess he had a flashlight, shined this flashlight in the direction. He heard some noises. Uh, he saw two big red eyes look like bicycle reflectors, and then it disappeared. So that was taken into account. But uh, yeah, I didn't read anything about his dog going missing, but that would be. Uh, it. it was sort of like the one article I was reading was an addendum to the end. Like, and he, you know, he's pretty sure it's the reason why his dog went missing. Like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like that basically the moth man snuck in and was like, had a, had lunch on his dog or something. Bloody stump of a collar. See, and that would be, so if they had that, I would say, okay, great. But it's like, literally the dog went missing and your first right. thought is the moth man ate it. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, some, so married it or something took it as his own. A lot of these happen in this TNT area. Yep. Right. This, this, so Which, that was honestly, kinda... if you look at some of the pictures of the igloos, right, I'm thinking right. if I were making my my Mothman lair, I'm like, this looks pretty good. I mean, right? I don't know much about a Mothman lair, but if there's a covered. Mothman, there has to be a Moth woman, just like a Sasquatch. That has to be a Swatch Kiss S. What? <laughs> That could be a new term completely. That's right. (laughs) We're going to have some Bigfoot people out here going, we're using that. (laughs) We're using that. Or don't don't ever say that term again. Yeah. Or we'll get comments of don't ever. You're idiots. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, But yeah. So now we get into kind of the, the people are going, okay, listen, idiots. This could be nothing more than a mutant. This could be nothing, nothing more than a mutant. Yeah, this a is mutant. the sand. This is the sandbill. Uh, the sandbill crane. Yeah. So we call yeah. them mud hens around here. So they're just big fucking mud. They stand in mud. You'll see them. They, they're big herring uh, crane. 
and they what they said was uh you know the locals are like oh yeah we you know shit seeps into the water around the the tnt and and they said the red so that was one of the things so the it was like the mcclintock national park or what it's been the area has been given back uh to and because it's it's an wildlife preserve but they've got uh i think i want to say 60s or 70s they had red water which is a sign yeah Yeah. that they that that, that there's seepage from what contamination yeah yeah for sure right so because it making got news for you folks making explosives yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not a clean, easy process. There's a lot of industrial elements in that, and yeah. surprise. With that said, though, there's absolutely nothing to prove that there was a mutant crane fly. This is not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, people. I love that show. That was Which like one? my favorite show growing up. The, the, the cartoon we used to watch when we were kids. Okay, so the one we watched when we were kids was Garbaggio. The one in 2000s was actually much better. They did uh, several what? reboots. The second one was the good one. Oh, I really liked it. That's the only one I ever watched. We The first one? School. Yeah, come home from Teenage school. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Heroes yeah. in a half shell. Turtle power. I know, and uh, April O'Neil running around in that yellow jumpsuit as a, I guess, a she never Toxic changed. I, yes, but <laughs> she's running around in a jumpsuit and she's a reporter. When have we ever seen a reporter running around in a jumpsuit? I know. I didn't think of it then. I was just like, with the white she's boots. just ready for like any kind of action. That's any kind of action. That's right. Yeah. Any kind. She's ready. Yeah. Like, you know, I like how in the movie, the, the first movie, they made Casey Jones like a good guy because he wasn't a good guy in the TV show. Uh, I don't remember from so in the comics he was always a vigilante. Uh, and uh, what I what so apparently in the reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, yeah. the one the one they did mid two thousands, they've got Stephen Amell and they he's in that and he's a bit of an idiot. Wow. So he's like a well meaning idiot, like Forrest uh, Gump type. Uh, not that bad, no, but like, just I love more you, like DNA. Not that bad, oh, okay. but he's he's just more of like a you know your archetypical dumb white male, oh, okay. you know oh, whatever. Okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah, the one in the original Ninja Turtles, uh, I thought that was great. That, yeah, you know what was the? I'll never call Ra- golf a dull game again. That's right, exactly. Cricket. <laughs> I just remember Raphael's like cricket, it's lame, and then yes. just <laughs> clocks him with the, the cricket. Was it crumpet? <laughs> that was a great that was great yeah, yeah. that was yeah. well done the sequels were sufficiently downhill don't mm-hmm. forget vanilla ice in the second one i don't remember villain oh my god i'm gonna have to look that up and post it because i don't remember vanilla, vanilla ice was in the second one he actually wasn't ice ice baby he was i can't remember the song but oh damn anyway well uh yeah anyway yeah we've completely gone afield so the next was the sand bill yeah so you know cranes um in 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 general are large birds they are not six feet tall but they they do have large wingspans yeah um would you mistake one as a human being with enormous wings i don't i think we'd have to be very drunk or high or oh completely and, and well. so now, now now it's funny though see one of the th- characteristics they talk about which again Given the fact most of these things happen at night and they talk about the reflectors, so I kind of call shenanigans on this. So if you look yeah. at, if you pull up a picture of the sandbill crane, mm-hmm. what you'll see is they have around their eyes this reddish uh, plumage. Right. Yes. So they their eyes aren't the size of bicycle reflectors, but they have this red plumage around their eyes. Right. 
which you are so, which is not going to reflect. No. And you're not going to see at night. Like you're, no, you're just not no. going to notice that. Now, animals at night, you typically, they do have receptors in their eyes. If there's any minute amount of light, you will see a reflection in their eyes. Um, sure, sure. Except but for humans. The, humans don't have that shit. Well, um, we get red eye when you take photos, but yeah, at night, we don't see the reflection off of the... Uh, yeah, because our night vision sucks. Correct. As far well, as, you know. So talking about that, one of the other options is, mm -hmm. so let's... Okay, let's say the sandbill crane. Okay, that's ridiculous. Fine. But what's one of the other options that actually plays into what you just talked about? Well, there's a bunch of fucking people make pranksters, basically. Yeah. I wasn't going there, but that's true. This is yeah. the, they talked about sometime construction workers attaching bicycle reflectors to air hot to balloons. But oh, I, I'm talking the barred owl. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the barred owl. So they, so they've, some, some people at, okay, folks. It is fascinating what people will research and do. Um, somebody <laughs> went off and went to the effort of saying, okay, well, okay, let's look into the moth man. Nobody ever said he's a moth. Aside from the name and the pictures, weird. everything seems to be like it's a big bird. So it'd be like the bird man. Hey, bird. That's right. Hey, bird. <laughs> but they talk Sesame about Street. the street. It's the best. <laughs> But they talk about the barred owl. So the barred the barred owl can be fairly large yep. and have a long wingspan. Sure. And has a uh, they talk like a red sight line or something like that. They have big eyes. Like so, well, owls, owls have, have massive. Eyes. They yeah. do. And they also the reason why they turn their head is because they have such big eyes. They have no muscles in there to actually do that. So they actually have to turn their head. And they but they have these big eyes. So yeah. you see some pictures. Google it, folks. And you see light shining on them, and it does look like glowing eyes. Now, mind you, they're not seven feet tall, and they're no. not ten foot wingspans. But I mean, you're looking for sure wingspans, and you know, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Let's be generous and say two and a half feet tall, three feet tall. Three feet would be a very large. I mean, I've seen the horned owl. We had one who died at our like out in Redbridge. Um, growing up, it it jumped on the. We were all sitting on the it's a funny story. <laughs> we were all funny sitting story. on the front. There's porch. an animal dying, and all of a sudden it's like it's funny. Well, it wasn't story. really funny that way, but it wasn't funny for it. I was like, Dad, look, there's an like, what is that? And this is big bird flying. You don't see owls during the day too too much. I mean, they're nocturnal hunters, right? And, Correct. And the old man's like, That's a big owl. And then it flies and it lands on the hydro pole by the transformer. Oh. yeah and back in the day the the transformers i think were very different because this thing touched the transformer and it just like and it falls to the ground and we're like what the fuck just happened there's good eating uh no well we went over and uh it's funny because the old like we went it, the owl looked in perfect shape and it was huge. Like I remember it being so big. It was totally uh, so, and dead. I've seen the big owls too. Again, it, it, it was big. It, they, like, they can get big, really big. And uh, he ended up calling. Uh, there was a taxidermy guy. I don't even remember that towards like. Uh, oh, Balsam down Creek. towards uh, Balsam Creek. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, just, yeah off, so, just off the highway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah the I old man called him and said, "Well, you know, this thing is in perfect shape. Do you, you know, do you want it?" He came up and, and he got it and ended up uh, taxidermy because it was perfect. Like nothing was damaged on this this animal, and huh. 
That's what electricity does, folks. It will it will fuck your day up. Anyway, um, yeah. So so this is so birds. The, the birds. In both yes. cases, in both cases, the most plausible air quotes. They yeah. they keep talking birds, and everybody describes it as a, even even the uh, Scarberry. Okay, mm. described it as what was it as a uh, da, 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 da. Uh, a man sized bird like creature. Mm-hmm. Like everybody describes it as like nobody's saying it's a moth. No, and apparently the name took off because of Batman. By the way, so Batman was big back in the yeah. So yeah. the TV show Moth Batman. I well, I don't know why they wouldn't have said it was a bat Batman real life batman i don't know i'm not sure um, how the moth aspect got in like really it's yeah it, well yeah and so the theory about pranksters is sort of you have to wonder there's always a chance that people are just like jerks. you said yeah they're 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 having fun they're doing they're they're doing whatever and uh tried to scare a couple guys and then it worked and then um but to fly 100 miles an hour all these other things like that doesn't make sense. Right? So this is where stuff starts to get a little screwed up, right? So they've done mm-hmm. some studies uh, and the couple studies. So one of the studies they did was, um, I think it was Monster Quest did, uh, they had a bunch of cardboard or uh, plywood, Mothman cutouts with the glowing eyes and basically drove down the road and said, okay, how tall is that? Oh, Nobody could accurately predict or no. accurately call how tall it was. So, this is lends credence to the, you know, it could have been a big owl and here all of a sudden it's got a 40 foot wingspan and it's sure, you know, it's Mothra, right? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Same thing with the speed though. Right. Like you're telling me like the guy's flooring it and you're being cha- Okay. Bill, yes. let's put you in, let's put you in the Scarberry's place, right? You're, you're yes. driving in your car, right? You're, uh, you're being chased. Right. Are you going to go off and say, huh, I'm doing hundred miles per hour. Or you're no. gonna look in your rear view at Mothra chasing you. You're gonna be well, like, that's, and you're yeah. either looking ahead or you're looking behind. You're not going, huh? Right, right. Hey no, guys, I, we're, I, doing, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing a, we're doing a buck. Yeah, we're not, we're not really worried. But humans have a tendency to it to embellish, right? We, uh, we all do that, and um, correct. So it could have been, and these cars, like I said, 100 miles an hour would have been very fast at that time in '66. Like there would have been modifications made to that vehicle, guaranteed. Well, I mean, and it would have to be well maintained. Again, uh, I, I, I wasn't able to find too many details other than that it was a 1957. I'm not a car Chevy. guy, even though, yeah. believe it or not, I work. Yeah, but I'm. But okay, I'm, you don't work. You work on cars, but you put electronics in cars. You make yeah, them. Smarter. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, that's right. I'm not, You're not a gearhead. I and I'm. I have no interest in being so. Yeah, I do cool shit to cars. Other than that not not interested some gearheads um, might argue with you about the definition of cool shit but well, of course they would yeah like you know somebody's like oh yeah i just put on like brimbo brakes and all this other shit i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about um but if you need a remote starter or stereo come see me um so the hysteria in this town just goes off the fucking off its rocker right? and this is where the so all so you have all the start all these complaints oh not complaints all the reports start to spike right right and everybody either had an encounter or knew of somebody who had an encounter so it becomes totally the anecdotal fallacy where it's like well i talked to phil and he said he saw an eight foot tall moth guy 
So this also leads to where things go from cryptid to UFO, because there were some sightings of strange lights in the sky mm -hmm. uh, at this time. Um, and there were a few accounts. Now, with that said, I couldn't find any anyone to that that made this claim and, and have a name to attach to it. So um just, it's just numbers of reports uh aside once you get past the the grave diggers and the the, the scarberry and the mallet mm -hmm. it, it all you, just becomes this blur because there's so many uh other than that other dude there what, what was his name uh i have it here oh, newell, partridge partridge newell partridge um so yeah there was talks of telekinesis that that someone had seen the mothman and uh it spoke to them without words um and fear that's the, so a common thing that i've said is the the yeah. raw abject terror that yes. you know the total lizard brain kind of panic starts to Actually, set I in i do have some accounts we'll get into that after we'll kind of cover i think i think we should just kind of cover the up to the bridge sort of thing and then um because we're pretty much there right yep. so they're in the movie, so we can we can discuss the movie as well a little bit. The movie is based off of um, basically a book that was written by uh, what was his name Keel John Keane. Was it Keane or Keel? Uh, Keel. Sorry, not Keane. Yeah, Commander I was going to say Commander Keane. Yeah, so he writes this book, and that book is loosely based on another guy's book um from 1970 yeah so, and keel was a ufologist like he was a ufologist parapsychologist and a journalist that's right yeah so he um, uh, he he is legendary ufologist i was reading he died at 79 oh really in 2009 oh well hold on a second here i'm looking for oh here's my my page got so many pages um yeah john keel so he writes the book uh, it was nine years after all of this had happened, but his book was based on <laughs> Gray Barker's book in 1970 called The Silver Bridge. And this is the first time that the Mothman is mentioned in a book. And basically, John Keel kind of stole, you know, stole, stole all the shit from him. Was but inspired. Is, the proper term, Phil, is yes, inspired. Was inspired. Was inspired. Yeah. And FYI, when you look at anything, when you talk about the books, like the Mothman prophecies, based on a true story. Oh, my God. I, that is Not, such an overused term. Literally, in anything that's based off a true story. Yeah. Now, it's based for them to say the, that, the bridge came down. That, exactly. There was a bridge, and it collapsed. That and was the truth. It's based yeah. upon. So if you watch the movie, no spoiler alerts here. It's uh... <laughs> a movie release. If you haven't seen the Mothman prophecies yet. You probably won't. But probably uh, not going to. he's a dude that ends up. I, I watched it years ago I, and uh, I just kind of went, um, I don't want to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> this didn't really resonate with me, but he mysteriously ends up in this town of Point Pleasant. His wife had just recently died of a brain tumor yeah and after she uh, saw the mothman right and uh then there's just all these accounts of of him having weird experiences and basically that the mothman is a premonition of things to come right he, a he's herald like, of doom the hairbringer of doom not necessarily the cause of it but similar no. to uh similar to a banshee in that 
Uh, yeah. the, the whale of the banshee doesn't kill you. The whale of the banshee tells you somebody's going to die. It's not like the right. banshee is going to show up and murder you. So the Mothman showing up mm-hmm. doesn't it's, mean the Mothman is sawing away at the silver at the silver no, bridge. No, and 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 so they kind of use that as uh, now. This is all interpreted by Keel. Keel's like this is a story. This is a work of fiction. This is not something that I think he might have said. This is a story. This is a work of fiction. Right. I think yeah. You might have said that part this real quiet. This is the story because there's none of the characters in that book exist. Correct. So you can't, I mean, anyway. Um, but then we get to the bridge, and the bridge is kind of a really sad story because uh, what was it? Like 40 some people died. Right? Yeah. Like I think something people. like uh, what 60 some went in and 47 didn't come out kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So the bridge was built in 1928. So it, this b- bridge has been around for, at this point, 40 years in, in 66, right? Or almost 40 years. Bridges, when, when they were first originally built, and this is why infrastructure has to change like it does. Build back better. Build back better, yeah. So it wasn't designed to, for the weight limits of multiple large cars. And you got to remember, too, like, like a, back to my business partner's car. This thing weighs a solid two tons. It's a and it's a convertible. <laughs> Doesn't even have a real roof. And FYI, you haven't put people in it yet, which each person adds, you know, one to two hundred pounds. Right. So you have four people, and that's another eight hundred pounds there. You're, yeah. you're, yeah, you're you're pushing two and a half like, tons of, yeah. of people and car, Correct. and that's on average. So they they actually used to use this thing called metal in cars. I don't know if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. Uh, it was rather heavy gauge metal. We're now like, you know, like a small child can push their thumb through the fender of most vehicles. And, and But okay. So in <clears throat> the car manufacturer's defense, mm-hmm. uh, using lighter. So yes, fuel efficiency, all that good fuel stuff. Fuel efficiency, right? Yes, so you get course. like, I mean, you, so you can get up to a hundred miles per hour. For sure. For sure. Car, I um, guess. But, but these the cars funny thing were is, not built. Yeah, they were no, not no. built like that. Yeah. Um, so the cars like a Model T was about 1500 pounds to give you an idea. It was basically made of wood. My uncle Ed had a Model T. Um, it was the whole, it was so funny. <clears throat> the whole cabin was made of wood <clears throat> where the engine sat like part of it, like it was on a, like almost a wood that was metal, but there was like wood all over the place. The bed of the thing was made of wood and it was like four tires in a wood box. You know, it's crazy. Anyway. So that's what it was built for. Um, engineers hadn't been able to, you know, foresee the amount of cars. And what happened was there was a traffic jam. Oh, yeah. And, and in this case, uh, so, uh, I mean, this is this was a traffic jam after like, this bridge was not freshly built. Like you said, it was 40 years old. At the time. Oh, yeah. And not designed to hold this kind of weight. So there was a, a, a ridiculous amount of cars. Now, I'll, I'll post a picture of the, the actual bridge. Um, and there was a, some defects in the bridge. Uh, like I, th- yeah. I said, a three or six inch crack in one of the girders that yes. caused a rivet to like it basically it was like a well, domino once one effect. goes, yeah, yeah, it's a it's like dominoes, right? And and these bridges, you know, bridge construction has come a long way. Like bridges are meant to flex. I don't know if you've ever seen that where like there's an earthquake and you see the bridges like. Well, this is suspension bridges, right? So suspension bridges are all cables, and the idea is, is it can sway. 
right? And that's yeah, apparently how you make. Yeah, it doesn't just snap. That's right. Um, yes, correct. It's exactly yeah. that's why buildings in Japan to make them earthquake proof do a bit of this, which yeah, is terrifying to watch if you're up on the top floor. But I mean, otherwise, yeah. it means they're not like a willow tree. Take like the water. That's the right. That's right. Strong oak breaks with the wind, and the willow just yeah. yeah. Be the willow, my friend. Smashing into the dirt. Be the willow. Anyway. Be the willow. Yeah, so they hadn't been particularly imaginative about how they were building this bridge, nor did they at the time probably think about it. There's no one to blame here. It's just technology hadn't got to the point where you've got giant engines in enormous, you know, boats of cars. Like like that 67 Impala I'm talking about, this thing is like 23 and a four feet long. It's longer than my truck. <laughs> I kid you not. It's the fins. You you can have a hot tub party in the trunk. Just saying. Not that I know. That. I always laugh when people convert their old like you see the ones where they turn them like the the old Impalas into pickup trucks. So they they take the back and they they take the trunk and the back and they put a, a bed in it. And I'm like, okay, that's I don't different. know if that's yeah exactly. Like I think you just ruined a nice car, but okay, just ruined it. Yes. Well, so anyway, yeah that that was devastating. A lot of people died. And somehow the Mothman became, and and I believe that if without this, well, like I said, we wouldn't be even talking about it. Um, and somehow that it got twisted by this book that the Mothman sort of predicted this this event. Uh, yeah, and, and so funny thing, uh, originally when it first came out, so when the collapse happened, yeah. uh, the Mothman, you were regularly hearing in the Point Pleasant Register, again, local, right? Yeah, yeah. You were hearing, okay, all this stuff. And then the bridge came up and then all of a sudden nobody cared about the Mothman. They were like, oh my God, the bridge clapped and all these people died. Oh yeah. And then somehow, like it was like, which should have killed the Mothman thing, right? Because usually you don't pick it back up after that. But because somehow, and I couldn't find this, the connection between the two got made. Yeah. I don't know either all of a because sudden, I couldn't find anything that said, now without, that's not true. I, I did find stuff, but it didn't okay. make a lot of sense. And yeah. I'm not going to repeat things to me that don't make a lot of sense it's a good idea yeah that that you know like uh oh I, you know somebody told me that the mothman talked to them and <laughs> okay we're not we're not playing that that kind of card um yeah it, but that's, this whole idea of this calamity but now they've also now, linked it to they said uh for example a similar creature now again this is now we're getting hearsay and anecdotal. Oh, uh, where Chernobyl, there was a similar creature found near Chernobyl before it right. uh, went I was just going to, it's funny you say that because I was just going to get into it. Yeah, like yep. I was just going to say that. Um, also, the Mexican swine flu in 2000. Really? I didn't read about that. I read about the, well, like a Russian apartment yeah. bombing. And Fukushima in Japan. They, okay. they said that in 2011. There was also a sighting. So now you have to start to go, hmm, all right, well. I don't know. But. but they're not independent at this point. So this is yeah. the problem we run into. At one time, so let's go back to our UFO report, right? So at one time, mm. you wouldn't necessarily be able to go and collaborate stories. You would say, I saw this. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of the country, somebody would say, I saw this. They didn't know what each other saw. So they're actually collaborating their story by saying that. Right. Nowadays, right. uh Again, like you said, the movie came out, right? Not that I, I did, it did not do great in the box office, 
but no. I mean, Point Pleasant it, has it, a Mothman it, museum. You know, Richard Gere sells Festival. movies, right? You know, well, that's well. So, well, that, yeah, we'll get into that because. But what I think, my personal opinion is, is that you know the town is is kind of in sort. You're talking '66. A lot of people are like not sure what like this is before like. You know we're we're desensitized to any of this shit. Yep. Right. Like, you could have a Mothman walk down the main street, and we'd all be like, ah, "That's awesome, man! <laughs> nice costume," <laughs> and not be at all as he's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eating dogs. And, That's right. <laughs> you know, talking to everybody telepathically, singing some sort of Vanilla Ice song. Um. <laughs> yeah press but, stringing all those together phil yeah but we would not be at all shocked but in 1966 you say there we just saw some flying shit and you know people so the whole town is in this panic to some degree because you know news travels fast in these small towns and then you have a catastrophe so it only takes one one person to go i bet you i bet you that mothman's behind this i bet you i saw him with his hacksaw right well but think about it like oh this is too much of a coincidence you know how people are well it's right? so it's like the whole decline in piracy and increase in global temperatures right, right. clearly they're related clearly lots of Cause, piracy because there's a correlation between the two right that doesn't have the to number do with of the reports any monster does it it's related noodly yeah. goodness it's noodly goodness they say that yeah. that's actually that the pirates were the first pastafarians of course that's to relate yeah. back to the previous yeah. episode of course like and subscribe like and subscribe yeah but that's the idea of oh hey wait a second look at all these reports of activity of the mothman and then the bridge collapses right it's too too many coincidences here which is i think that's a I, big yeah. that's like a that's mr a, fantastic it, kind of stretch but fine but now we're going back right like so you know n- there's no books written until like 70 the 1970 so it's five years later yeah it's and mostly then, uh local uh uh, newspaper or uh, well, just, it kind of uh, falls off the the face of the yep. planet a little bit. You know, there's no more. Maybe because you know they're dealing with the grief of losing a lot of members of their their community, mm-hmm. um, and it just sort of disappears. You know, but then we go like years later. Now we're looking at like you said, there are the Mothman. Uh, they do like Roswell. It makes me think of Roswell. Mm-hmm. You know, the the town goes fuck. This is good money. Like yeah, we can we can bring in tourist bucks by just it's got a big massive statue they dedicated with a plaque, which looks the, really uh, cool to the Scarberry and Millet sighting. Which yeah, the poor grave diggers again they get screwed. Those poor grave diggers, they're probably you know dead now, but still most likely. Who apparently Linda graves? and her husband are divorced. Oh, well, yeah, and uh, so Linda was willing to talk. Linda was willing to talk about the Mothman. Uh, neither her husband nor the other couple, the Millettes, were willing to talk about the Mothman. Really? Interviewed. I wonder yeah. if they were warned. By you the know, Mibs? By the Mibs, the men in black. There was mention of that, too, when I was reading that men in black apparently had, had sort of shown up. No proof, no sight. Like, there was no names attributed to that. Exactly. Um, you know, I think so it's I li- just... Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I think... I don't know. The... Uh, the I listened to actually two podcasts about this and um, they really deep dived into some of the weirdness that. So did you stumble on Cornstalk's curse? No, no, I didn't. Oh, oh, well, do tell. So, th- so this is apparently there was a native American chief, chief Cornstalk 
uh, who basically had gone to visit. Uh, he was he was sort of like the peacemaker between the tribes and the military, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The settlers coming in. And he had went to the military garrison to ask them to talk to them about stuff, you know, For kind sure. of diplomatically. And uh, apparently a soldier had gotten killed. So the guys at the fort decided to execute Cornstalk, Chief Cornstalk. Okay. <laughs> and then he cursed the area for the next 200 years. Right. And so they linked that to... Now, mind you, apparently the curse aspect was actually added into a middle school play about how terrible Americans were to normal settlers, but fine. Mm-hmm. However, that's the part that's hard to tease out whether there actually was indeed a curse aspect or not. There was indeed a native chief called Cornstalk who was sure. killed at a fort like executed at a fort for something he literally had nothing to do with of course whether he cursed them or not and so they've tried to tie that back saying well the mothman is really more of a bird is a result of that curse and well so there's the firebird yeah the the, thunderbird no thunderbird thunderbird yeah thunderbird Thunderbird. firebird firebird was the old car that nobody like darren uh darren what the hell was his name barker darren barker and his fist fire chicken his fire chicken. He has a Tesla now. At Model My S. sister-in-law has a Tesla. Oh, your sister-in-law has one? Does she like it? She does, but uh, I was like, okay, yeah, what kills me is I'm like, okay, uh, I'm like, well, do you know what this stuff does? What do you mean? I said, you know this big panel that's essentially a little computer? Like, have you at all gone through? Because she didn't realize, for example, she could pull up her dash cam. And I said, well, you know it's Anywhere. recording stuff. Well, I said, it's recording stuff. I said, here's the recordings of all your dash cams. Yeah. Okay. I said, do you have Spotify? Like I said, here's stuff you can pull up. Yeah, man. This thing is pretty cool. They I've, I've worked on a bunch of them now. Yeah. Um, I I suspect when they break down, uh, good luck getting them done anywhere other than, well, I don't don't think anybody fixes them except for Tesla. So you're not allowed to touch a Tesla to repair it. It will void your warranty. If you are listening, (laughs) Do not have a backyard mechanic or any mechanic for that matter. Touch your Do anything off. other than maybe polish the wheels on it or change we the them. blades. We put paint protection film on them. Um, that's a big one. Um, and uh, I did put a trailer hitch on one. That was interesting. I uh, Yeah, lady wanted a trailer hitch. And I said, well, I'm going to have to cut your bumper. So I cut the bumper on a $100,000 Tesla to fit. It's actually a factory. Like they give you a template. It's a it's a hitch designed for Tesla. Okay. And she wanted a bike rack, so the only way to do that was to put an actual hitch on the back of the. Yeah, and then do the one where you. Yeah. Yeah, I know, a, I know it that. goes into a receiver, and. <clears throat> yeah. And we were like, we didn't want to do it at first, and she just kept. She's she very persistent, lady. Did you get her to sign a bunch of stuff? Just so you know, if we screw anything up. Uh, we did. Here. We did. Yeah. Yep. There you go. We, okay. Uh, we, we cut the uh, we we cut the bumper. I did with a sawzall. <laughs> we we have it on video, <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll post that one day. Anyway, we're off topic. Very much so. So. <clears throat> so yeah, so the town makes money just by virtue of this TNT um, spot uh, where the the sightings have been. Um, so people come and they make a party of it and they, they do have, a fest, a massive festival. Uh, they dress with their year. little wings on and they, you know, they, they go around and, um, yeah, so they, 
why not? Why not exploit it? Fuck, I don't know. Um, hold on. So there has been some recent stuff, apparently. The recent um, stuff there, because I had read some stuff that there are Mothman, like they talked about a Chicago Mothman. So, so that's so we were specifically recent. talking about the Point Pleasant one, but I guess well, you know, maybe he wants to move to warmer climates or colder climates. I don't think Chicago is nicer in West. Yeah, Michigan. but the problem is, is that they're by these this fellow named Strickler, and he's a UFO. Um, if, right. So it's not like they're done by. You know, oh, I saw Mothman, and so he he's basically doing these accounts. And there's been about fifty, I guess. And this so is the one that it's self-reported on his site. Yes. So his US uh, yeah. his Phantoms and Monsters website, which if you can imagine, anyone can post on there. So you know, maybe later I'll go post one too. And well, you've had your bizarre encounter. Ah, a few here and there, mostly uh, in my youth. Um, but yeah, so there's been 20, oh, sorry, 21 uh, alleged Mothman sightings in Chicago as of this year. Dum, dum, dum. Maybe something bad's happening. Maybe like there's a COVID. vigilante. Mm. Maybe it's like with, 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 with big wings and <laughs> all sorts fighting of Fighting crime. Yeah, so one of the uh, things on there was um, a woman was walking her dog. She encountered a creature standing in the park. Saw a large man, seven feet tall, big red eyes, uh, felt an impending uh, fear. Yep. Um, like a, like nothing she's ever felt before, which, you know, you see a seven foot tall dude with glowing red eyes and giant wings. If I'm walking my dog through the park and I run in the middle of the night and I run into a seven foot tall dude with anything, it's just standing unless, there staring at you. I'd be like, it doesn't need to have glowing red eyes. It's a seven foot tall dude. I right. mean, this is going to go bad. Where's my, I'd be swinging the dog. This is cool. Take the dog. Don't take me. Take the dog. <laughs> I'm not afraid to, but yeah. So there was another one where uh, a man was fishing with his son in the little Calmet river. It says here um, that a man sized black bird flew by them. Etc. Etc. Again. It, see, this is the, this is the thing. It's always, I talk about like the worst name ever, Mothman. Moth. Yes. It's a I, bird. Everything says it's bird-like. The only thing that says it's moth-like is the statue in Point Pleasant. Everything else is like, looks like yeah. a big bird. Yeah, so the statue makes it look like a moth, like with the uh, multiple eyes, like the, the bug eyes. and the. Yep. But that's not what people say. They say that they're just red. Yeah, nobody has ever seen the mothman looking like a moth yeah no antennae no antennae no mandibles i guess no cute silky wings correct always generally bird-like wings bird-like wings uh you'd be hard-pressed to lift a man off the ground with moth wings that's just my opinion um so yeah my um my my feeling on this is uh maybe indeed people saw something I think they saw something. So I do want to believe I, they saw I, something, but the question is it, it just got is, blown into something completely ridiculous. Correct. You saw something, you saw yeah. a, a, a barred owl, you saw somebody being a jackass, you saw a big bird. Well, for argument's sake, let's say there is a cryptid, right? Like, and let's just yep. say that there was something, but then, you know, 
it it does get turned or maybe it is a mutant of some sort of that's right or maybe it is a supernatural curse of cornstalk who knows or maybe it's a harbinger of doom perhaps but well it it sort of uh is all based on a fictionist story you know how often have we seen that play out phil where all of a sudden something takes off and it's it's crazy because i didn't know there was a book written until we did this podcast did you know there was a book no i just knew the movie and i just assumed that's what i knew yeah i knew there was a movie but i didn't know it was the movie is based on a book so i assumed when you read watch the movie based on a true story blah 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 uh (laughs) damn it got me again <laughs> Based on a true story, there was a bridge that collapsed. Well, what yes. does that have to do with the Mothman? There was a bridge. It was based on it. We added the Mothman into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's like any of these things that you say, like, you know, when you go like uh poltergeist based on a true story. Uh huh? really? Yeah. That's room, it's clear, <laughs> clean. <laughs> um, yeah. So in and do you want me to sum this up or sum it up, buddy? <clears throat> Mothman or woman or our uh, gender neutral thing doesn't appear to be a moth in terms of what we're, we're it's more of a hey bird hey bird i'm sick <laughs> i need my medicine bird <laughs> give me my crack bird um so bird is like yeah a bird would be more accurate seen by a bunch of people and then all of a sudden hysteria breaks out in the town of point pleasant um and then we have some catastrophe and then whatever the sightings were, they kind of get attributed to that catastrophe. Years later, a book gets written, completely fictitious, um, fictitious, I guess you would say. Uh, and then, yeah, years later, a movie is made, and uh, here we are. Um, do I think that Mothman's credible? I don't think so. Um, not like Bigfoot. Not. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew like you were going to say that. You hey. were... If you if the proof is there, the proof is in the pudding. I'm maybe not just a Bigfoot, guy who's going to believe in way, just anything. I'm a guy Bigfoot who looks is the, the Mothman. Because remember, the gravedigger said a large brown man. Silly now. Well, no, serious. Think, hear me out. <laughs> so one of the things we talked about with Bigfoot was some kind of hominid, right? So either yeah. a great ape or something. Yes. And the gravedigger saw a brown man, a brown human shape, humanoid, hopping between trees, moving quickly. I don't know about yes. you, but hey, maybe maybe it is. But but they didn't say it had wings, like you said. That's right. The grave diggers didn't. It wasn't till three days later when yes. Scarberry and Millette saw this bird-like thing that suddenly became the Mothman. So right, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's it's one of those things where on this show, you you know, I do, I do believe there is such a thing as a big like as a cryptid name, you know sasquatch I, I have a feeling like I, it's not that i know i just I, i've you look at evidence you look at um a lot of the video footage that's the other thing where's the video footage of mothman i've got some rough pencil drawings doesn't that count no no you need to have video because like like what oh my what are you God. talking about i got video of lezensky <clears throat> zelensky telling people the troops to stand down fakes exist now so video doesn't count for anything anymore. no no it, you're right but but like the patterson film uh, that's a little early to go off yeah fair enough that's that's one of the older ones yeah there is it's, nothing so the patterson uh, film is the only like reason that. i believe i look at that film and i go that is a fucking animal <clears throat> hands down 
I look at it and I, I look at every other Bigfoot thing that I've seen and I go, I don't believe that. I don't know. I don't trust it. I look at that film and that is a creature that you can see its muscles moving. You can see everything. We're I don't getting not into believe. this too deep. I don't not this. believe. Okay. So for the record, I don't not believe. Uh, am I convinced? No, but I'm, I try to be open-minded because yeah. I mean, again, you've got the idea of cryptid, you've got the idea of ultra terrestrials, you've got the idea of supernatural creatures. Yeah. It gets kind of funky and weird. Yeah. And on that note, what are we doing next week? Okay. Similar to what I've done to you before when you inflict things upon me, although I don't consider this an infliction. I, I do I do like cryptids, the Flatwood monster. So we're still going to stay in West Virginia. We're going to talk about the Flatwoods monster. Is it a Sasquatch? Uh, no, no, no. It's probably another owl from everything I've read, but that's not the... <laughs> probably another owl. But the Flatwoods monster. Flatwoods monster next week, folks. I can't, or two weeks, whatever. You don't know the difference. All right. Thank you very much for watching the OC. I'm Phil. This is my co-host, Corey. And next week, the Flatwoods Monster or Owl, whatever you want to call it. We'll see you then. Good night. Take care, folks.